Welcome to the third annual Goddess Talk Sessions global event. I'm Shan Vanderleek, producer of the popular Divine Feminine Spotlight series and purveyor of Divine Feminine articles, interviews, and teachings featuring women all over the world at TransformationGoddess.com, where women gather for a soulful, sensual, and sacred exploration. I've invited 16 priestesses, healers, artists, and teachers to circle up with me this year to share intimate stories of how each of these women learned to reclaim their voice and speak their truth. Thank you so much for stepping into the circle with us for this sacred and supportive event for women. Before we get started, I invite you to be present in this moment. Take a nice deep cleansing breath and exhale, relax your face, drop your shoulders. <sighs> and if you haven't done so already, light a candle if you have some or burn some incense. If you need to press pause and come back, go for it. Set up a beautiful space for this conversation. Today, it's my honor and pleasure to bring forward Ara Campbell. Ara and I have become friends over the last few years, and her work is incredible, and she's such a fine human being. Ara Campbell is a visionary writer, author, and the founder of the Goddess Circle. She's a soul guide, cosmic channel, facilitator of the Inner Priestess Awakening online program, and author of the Astro Forecast. Ara is a modern-day mystic dedicated to the awakening, rising feminine, living embodied truth, and aiding others in connecting with their medicine. She is an old soul that's been writing and channeling guidance from the unseen since she was young, intuitively soul coaching using spiritual and natural energies. She can often be found seeking wisdom and solace in the wilds of Mother Earth. Welcome back, Ara. Thank you so much for having me. It's fantastic to have you back again. You helped me kick off the first year of the Goddess Talk sessions and have been a sponsor and are sponsoring again this year. So thank you so much for saying yes. Thank you so much for creating all this wonderful medicine. It's so amazing what you do and what you create. Aww. So excited to be a part of everything. Yay, thank you. Today, before we came together, I lit a candle, said a prayer, smudged the space that I work in and pulled a goddess card for you. And Bridget came up, don't back down, stand up for what you believe is right. And she is such a powerful goddess. And I thought, I wonder how that resonates with Ara today, how Bridget is showing up in your life. I absolutely love that you pulled Bridget. I, Bridget is one of my all-time favorite goddesses to work with. And Bridget is somebody that I've worked very, very close with and done lots of, um, I actually have like meditations and some things that I've created specifically for Bridget. And she is such a good, an amazing goddess to work with when it comes to like reclaiming our truth. And what a powerful card to pick for, for today's conversation. I, I thought so too. And I love that. <laughs> yeah, as these conversations of going, the cards are, are speaking very clearly and uh, very it's it's really cool. I thought that she would resonate with you for sure. 
and such a great message for right now with everything going on, like don't back down. There's, there's such an energy right now. And especially with, we're almost into, we're just getting into the, like I like to call it the eclipse gateway season with the, uh, or the eclipse gateway to the eclipse season. Cause our, our, we have our new moon happening over the weekend. That is a two week kind of like the two week gateway. I'm using bunny as her gateway before we start officially getting the eclipses. And it's a, it's a Leo new moon. So that's all about courage. And it's all about saying, you know, don't back down and don't, you know, don't silence your roar. So what a perfect, perfect, perfect synchronicity. Perfect. Right. And and when, of course, this interview plays, we'll be in a different time and space. Right. But but for now, for while the production is coming together, we're, we're fully supported as we always are. Um, just look up and take it all in, right? Well, the neat thing about eclipses is this, the energy kind of it actually sets the stage and kind of influences. So when this goes live, it'll actually kind of still be playing a lot of the same kind of themes. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool how that kind of influences things. Yeah, it really is. Let's begin by talking about your journey of reclaiming your feminine voice and how you stand in your truth. Reclaiming my voice is, is such a, it's such an ongoing process. Like, I think one of those things that I thought when I kind of got on this journey is kind of once I, I grabbed it, I was never going to be able to let it go. And it's such a such a sliding scale for me because you come so far on your path and then you, you have we have the ability as human beings to just kind of let it go. And then things kind of slide back in and you kind of have to check yourself every once in a while and be like, OK, this challenge arose. You know, how did I how did I face it and how did I reclaim my truth in this moment? Because it is such a such a thing that we kind of have to keep focused on. but on my journey, it's just been such an important touchstone and such an important theme for me, truth, and trying to really root myself into that. Because I feel like for so much of our lives, we, we're we so programmed to keep these masks and to keep these veils and to kind of do what's expected of us or do what we're told or, you know, do all these things that we were taught by people who didn't really know any better. And our job is to peel all that kind of gunk away and figure out who we are and what we want to be. And that's been kind of, that's been my path with expressing myself the way I have been. And So before you began expressing yourself as eloquently as you do with your writing and speaking and the way that you show up in social media and in these interviews and things, what was happening for you before you said yes, before you allowed yourself to be heard in this way? I swallowed myself whole. I mean, when I was younger, I think so much of us, when, so many of us when we're young, we're so true to who we are authentically. And I was, I used to be when I was very young. But we, like I said, we kind of grow accustomed to being told we need to be quiet or we need to play small or we need to, you know, be seen and not heard and all these other things that we get programmed with, you know, what we're expected to do, our responsibilities, all these things. And I literally just swallowed myself to the point where I didn't really know at all who I was. I, I was working away in an office environment, which there's, I mean, I, I loved the people and I loved being able to do the job I was doing to a certain extent, but it was sucking my soul out. And I, I'd always been a writer to a certain extent. I'd always journaled and I'd always done a lot of very creative things, but the, 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 
words that were going in the back of my head the entire time is, well, you can't bring this into the world. I mean, it's just, you're not a writer. I mean, you're not an author. You can't, what do you have to say that's going to contribute? I mean, you don't really have anything, you know, you can't, you, you can't share your gifts. I mean, really who wants to hear it? And this is the stuff that we program ourselves with. And these are the stories that we leave in our brain. And these are the toxic sort of, you know, spells that we sort of that, that permeate us. And we, we wind up sitting there and, and we believe this, this nonsense that we tell ourselves. And so I had to come to a place where I completely broke completely and was like, I can't do this anymore. This isn't something I want to do. You know, my old relationships were falling apart because they weren't honoring the truth of who I was. I wasn't honoring my needs. I wasn't honoring what I authentically desired. I wasn't, I wasn't doing any of that. And it just kept really, really sucking me dry. And I know there's a lot of, a lot of women out there that can speak to the same thing that wind up in these places where we're, we're kind of do what we're taught we should do. And then we wind up being very, very trapped feeling because we're not authentically honoring who we are. So I eventually just kind of had a moment and I remember the moment clearly. And it was out in my, in my underneath one of my apple trees, my, in my orchard, in my yard here. And I was laying there and I was just like, I'm just going to share my voice with the world because I'd already started the goddess circle page, but I really hadn't authentically stepped into it and said, I'm going to, I'm going to bring my actual voice into this. I'd just been kind of sharing other people's things and really not embracing it. So I said, you know, I'm just going to do this and I'm going to see what happens. And if everybody leaves, you know, the couple people I had that were following me and if nobody wants to ever look at it, that's fine because it was really relatively small in those days. And I thought, that's fine. You know what? I'll, I'll at least I'll have tried, but I'm going to silence this demon inside of me that says I can't do it or it can't be done. Because after a while, you just have to pick up the sword and just say, like Bridget with her, you know, sort of, of light. And it's like, no, you know, I'm not going to listen to this anymore. I'm not going to listen to this, this story that keeps on repeat in my brain. It's like, it's not true. It's a lie. And it always has been. And I just embraced it. And I went with it. And I figured, you know, I'm just going to do this. And whatever happens, happens. And that was three years ago. And <laughs> so it's kind of like, sometimes you just have to jump and just trust. Well, and you've come so far in that three years by just setting down the mask and letting that voice come through and your voice and just the way that you show up is so congruent. That's one of the things that I admire about you the most is this is what you learned on your journey. You keep sharing. You keep, and, and it's obvious to me that it's a practice that you keep at because you show up and you're the woman sharing the pictures of communing with a bear and you're the woman <laughs> sharing these awesome stories about reclaiming our wildness and our, and our feminine sovereignty. And then you're the, the sweet one reminding us to take a look at the sunset and the flowers and, and so supportive. And anyway, um, I could go on and on. So I, I'm just really want to celebrate what's happened for you and the choices that you've made in the last three years. Congratulations. Thank you. What comes up for you when you hear the phrase, speak your truth? I think one of the most important things that we can do is to speak our truth. I think there's nothing, there's nothing more difficult and there's nothing more rewarding because it's not, it's not easy. Like I think a lot of people think it's a fluffy, oh, it's like speak your truth and everybody just kind of rolls their eyes and it's like, yeah, that's easy for you to say. And it's like, it's not easy for me to say. It's like in every moment and in every day, there's still lots of tripping points that I have where I have to sit here and say, okay, how does this feel to me? It's like, this feels really gross. It's like when you're not speaking your truth, it's like if your heart hurts or if, you're, if your, your stomach hurts because you're saying something that's completely inauthentic, it's like you're not speaking your truth. 
to speak our truth is a journey, I think. And it's something that we need to kind of be present with, I think, almost in every moment, just honoring how it feels for ourselves and just how how it really resonates with what we're doing because the truth like we change so everything that you know speaking our truth changes it's not a it's not a something that's fixed it's not something that's never going to change you know what might be true for you today might not be true tomorrow and you have to flow with that it's not it's not like i thought i, tr- I spoke my truth once and then i'm fine now and i can right. just kind of go back right. it's good. i'm good now i've got it it's i'm fine i'm done it's like it's an it's a never-ending journey and it's you can feel yourself sliding back sometimes you're like wait a minute this isn't where i want to go like I woke up. I'm. I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to go back to sleep. I don't want to go back to the. I don't want to go back there to places where I hide. You know. I want to. I want to be able to keep moving forward. So, speaking our truth is and honoring honoring our truth. Like speaking our truth is honoring our truth and honoring ourselves and being able to just even even in small small ways. Cause, because so there's so many times. I know I have one practice. It's called. I think it's called. Um, truth speaking to the moon and it's it's the basic premise of it is to literally take the truth that you have a hard time because we a lot of us have a hard time with things that we want to say but we just can't and that's understandable so it's like it's to take something like the moon who's always kind of listening to us and always there for us and speak with authenticity to the moon because when we get it out even a little bit we start finding it easier to be able to kind of bring it into the other areas that we need to sort of share it and I mean, you can do that with a pet too. I mean, you can do it with anybody. You can do oh, it. Oh yeah. You, you can do it to anybody. But the important part is that you start realizing that this is something that you know, and really resonate with the fact that this is something that needs to come out and be expressed, and honor, you know, honor your truth like that. I'm glad you brought that forward. I truth speaking to the moon for me is a regular part of my life, and uh, I think I always have something to it, write and burn. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, to write and burn or, you know, it de- depends on how I feel if I if I actually, you know, speak uh, some words t- to the moon, but I'm constantly in communication with the moon. I, so and I s- suspect you are, too. But it's perfect for women who are really uncomfortable speaking to anybody else or who are just starting to find their voice who are just that's why journaling is so important and you know yes. write, writing things down and these prayers and your truth written in in this space until you're ready to take it a, a step further all of this can be done in your own timeline not mine not ours you know just that's as right. you as you see fit you could jump right in and say okay that's it <laughs> here's my truth and, you know, that, uh, I, I've had some experiences like that, but I tend to be, I tend to err on the side of putting my foot in my mouth. So I, I tend to speak my truth a lot and then I have to go, oh, wow, that was a little <laughs> bit much, you know? Um, so I'm learning to speak my truth with more compassion, with more loving kindness and to not, you know, scare the living hell out of people. Um <laughs> which which can happen so thank you i'm an aries so i'm feeling you yeah you are you are that's right the aries and sagittarian partnership here we go blunt truth (laughs) there it is damn it (sighs) bridget fire right there right oh so awesome so awesome based on your experience how can our listeners number one discover number two, embody, and then number three, amplify 
their truth, amplify their voices? I think one of the reasons that our society sort of fights with us in regards to first actually hearing our truth, it's everything is so busy and everything is so distracting. And one of the things that I had to do instead of running around in a rat race where I wasn't winning and I was just a mess trying to do all these things that I needed to think or thought I needed to do was to get quiet and to sort of separate myself from that and just literally go where I felt at home, which of course for me is in the bush or in the forest or, you know, by a lake. And I needed to just be quiet and just listen. And I mean, you don't always need to go in the bush or you don't need to, like, sometimes you just can't. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can do it, you know, just in the privacy of your own home, wherever you, you feel like you can gain some, some sacred space and some quiet and really listen, listen to what is here for you and how, how things are making you feel like our feelings are such huge indicators of what's going on in our lives. And we, we cut ourselves off from these extremely powerful compasses. And then we wonder why we're kind of just lost. And our feelings are trying to tell us like, look, that's not, that's not good. This isn't good. And, you know, something's not, something doesn't feel good. It's because it's not honoring your truth or it's not honoring, you know, you, or it's not honoring your path or your medicine. So I think getting quiet and really kind of, you know, connecting with that first is a way of connecting with the truth of it and then honoring it how you can in the moment because like it's a sliding scale like everything everything changes in every moment i mean there's always something going on there's always something that there's internal influences of course you know we're we're community-based people there's always other people that are kind of like you know influencing what's going on so to be able to honor it the best you can in the moment how you can and try not to beat yourself up so much when you when you kind of slide back because i see so many women and they they, these powerful women and then they get really down on themselves when they, when they sort of slip back or when something happens to kind of throw them off. And it's like, I, you know, I, I didn't, I let my boundaries slip a little bit. So now, you know, game over. And it's like, it's never over. It's never too late. You know, you can always, you can always just sort of pick up and keep going. I mean, it's, it's a never ending journey. We're never going to get it done. We're, we've got, right. got a lot of stuff to do. So it's, it's always evolving. So it's, it's like, this is just the next day. It's like, it's good. It's like, everything's going to be okay. You just got to keep. So it's, it's an embodying embody your truth just you have to honor what's here for you and like what what's calling to you there's so many women that I talk to that have all of this medicine and these beautiful gifts men too but I mean like I've, I'm not trying to shun the men but right. but it's like you know people on the planet that I've talked to that have so many gifts and so many amazing things that are so needed right now especially the, the artists the musicians the 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 creative people that are just so needed right now for the medicine and because of this conditioning of playing small and just believing that there's no way possible you know they, they, how could they be of service or how could they how could their gifts matter to anybody or you know well my I'm not professionally trained or you know I don't have this or I don't have that paper on the wall and it's like and they they sink back down to the old the old the old boxes and the old labels that we've been taught we need to adhere to in order to be worthy the the paper on the wall or the right or the you know all these things that we've been taught and this is all taught behavior like, this isn't something that we know is truth. And that's why it feels so terrible. To me, it's just a matter of, of really honoring what it is that you're here to do. Even if it's in a small way, just to start a little bit. If it's a, if it's a, if you're called to do art and you don't feel comfortable sharing it, still paint, you know, paint, 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 paint. Right. Or, or just do it. You know, just, just take the time to be able to honor it. Cause even in honoring it a tiny bit, the, the, the as soon as you, it's like the speaking to the moon, you honor it a little bit and, or, or share it with somebody who maybe needs it. Like, you know, somebody who would be healed by a painting or somebody who would be healed by some words and just, 
it expands. It all it always flows. Because the second you start, once you start speaking your truth in one aspect of your life, it just kind of all it snowballs rather remarkably in directions you never really think it will. So, and one of the practices that I think is so incredibly powerful for discovering your truth and and then of course taking it to the next space of embodying it and amplifying it is to constantly check in and ask yourself how do I feel and what do I need how do I feel and what do I need and if if you're just floating right along like woohoo I am in the flow chances are there's not a whole lot you need because you're taking care of your needs but when if you're feeling heavy or tired or sluggish or just eh, you know kind of meh then really check in and ask yourself what you need because usually you know but you push it aside whatever it is because perhaps you're taking care of everyone else other than yourself and it comes back to that self-care piece and and you do deserve to check in and to know how you feel and what you need because you can change it everything's fluid you can change it you don't need to feel like shit you can change it you right. don't need to feel like you don't have a voice even if you haven't had even if you've been stuffing your voice down your entire life until this moment you can take a step you can speak to the moon you can journal you can check in with yourself you know there's all of these things to get started so I like that you know asking myself those questions that's something and it's something that I've have been practicing with my daughter since she was little as well how do you you know how do you feel what What do you need yeah i love that and what what a powerful thing to teach the next generation like you know to be able to authentically be there with what is present for you right there and be able to kind of connect with it because the second we just sort of gloss by it and we do it we we as a society do it we gloss by everything and we sort of don't even pay attention to what's actually happening we don't pay attention to our feelings we don't pay attention to our health we don't pay attention to signals in our body we don't pay attention to any of these things and then they blow up yeah you know we wind right. up miserable we wind up sick we wind up uh trapped we wind up tormented and well we've had our heads you know kind of in our in in our kind of societal cloud with completely kind of like this busy mode on all the time and we don't know what how we don't know how we're even feeling so you stop and it's like huh i'm i'm not happy this is this is a mess and it's okay but it's okay you know you you the first step is realizing it. And then, it's, like you said, you can literally go anywhere from here. Yeah. So. Yeah, you sure can. You said, woman of fire, don't dampen the passion in your flames. There is nothing in you that needs to be compressed or tamed. I'd love the inspiration for you to share the inspiration for that quote. It's so powerful. Thank you. More fire women, hey? It's always about the fire women. We got Bridget, we got us, we're fire women. I, I talk a lot to a lot of women who get into situations where they silence their truth a lot in relationships, in their in their worlds, and it just it just these women of fire and these women that that I respect and I admire so much, and they they swallow. I I, I watch them swallow their their truth, and I watch them sort of change and dampen themselves down and swallow their, their, their truth. And I watched them swallow their medicine and it just, it made me just so, so sad. And I mean, it's, it's not my journey. So of course it's nothing that I can, that I can speak to as far as how somebody embodies the changes they need to do 
in order to do what they need to do in their life. And of course, everybody has lessons they need to learn and things they need to do. But, but it just all that was for all of the women who just inspired me so much on their own journeys that, that I just, I honor the fact that they are women of fire. And I just hope they remember that maybe, maybe things aren't going great in relationships. Maybe things aren't going great right now, but you don't have to, you don't have to water yourself down. You don't have to dampen yourself and you don't have to silence your roar remember that you breathe fire basically because you know you have to you have to get out there and and breathe your fire because you're the only one that can basically right well and that's what I find is when when you share quotes like this or any of your writing it's going to it's going to find the the right woman know in, in the stream on Facebook or in a newsletter or at your website or wherever and you women that are going to come in and go oh that's so powerful and where may I you know where might I be trying to compress or tame myself you know that story from when I read your quote I thought oh my goodness you know that was so true for me for so long because my energy my light my fire is so enormous that it could make other people uncomfortable <laughs> and so it was easier to compress it or to try and tame it or well I won't say that it was easier actually I take that back because it wasn't easy it's hard because what you do internally what you do to yourself when you do hold it back is actually awful it's not cool at all but it it felt like the right choice to make at the time to compress or dampen or you know mix with water you know one part shan three parts water <laughs> then, shan right and then the hummingbirds will come but not until yeah. then because <laughs> so anyway i just am, am glad that you brought that forward that women of fire are allowed to be and all of us are, are women of fire at, at at some point or another that we are allowed to show up exactly where we're at and and we don't need to change for anyone else and we don't need to back down or decide that we are too much because we're not too that's much. right we're not that's right don't let anybody ever tell you you're too much that just drives me up a wall it's like don't let anybody ever convince you that you're you're too much don't let anybody ever convince you that you're you know, your roar is, is too loud or you're, you're too passionate. I love that one. It's like, I love that one. It's like, yeah, someone told me I'm too passionate. And it's like, that's no, that's not even that you don't need that kind of negativity in your life. It's right. Like, someone's you get that, you get that out of there. That's crazy. Right. It's impossible. And that's, that's no, how impossible. I look at it. Burn this, your fire. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, what I mean by the impossible part is it's impossible to be too passionate in my mind. Uh, you Me know, too. Be as passionate as you know, light everybody up around you with that's your passion. Right. Oh my goodness. You have a wonderful free gift to share and it's your moon practices ebook can you tell us a little bit about that the moon practices ebook i created is for anyone who wants to develop deeper practices with um the lunar phases especially the new and full moon um so i've collected some some practices that i perform and i do with the new and the full moon just to connect deeper with those lunar energies well, thank you so much. Everything that you create is very valuable. And uh, this is a, another great gift that you're bringing forward. So I want to thank you for your generosity 
And for our listeners, you can get the Moon Practices ebook right on our speaker page. So as we bring our conversation to a close today, what truth-telling message would you like for us to sit with and contemplate over the days and weeks ahead? It's never, ever, ever too late to reclaim your voice, to reclaim your truth, and to start honoring and embodying your truth. It is never too late. It doesn't matter if you're one years old. It doesn't matter if you're 100 years old. It's never, ever, it's never too early. It's never too late. So if anybody's been telling you that, you know, you've lived 50 years and you've been swallowing your truth the whole time and that's just how it's going to live, that's how it's going to be, that's how it's going to keep being, that's not true. You know, you, for yourself, you have to figure out and, and really feel how that feels for you going forward. It's, it's, your, it's your life, it's your perspective and you don't have to play small, you don't have to be silent and you don't have to... You don't have to water yourself down. You can burn brightly and and speak your truth. It's never too late. It's it's absolutely never too late. Oh, thank you so much. What a powerful message. Well, my dear, our time (laughs) has flown by as it always does. It always goes by so fast. I know, it really does. And what what a powerful conversation we've had today. I really appreciate you stepping forward to be part of the Goddess Talk sessions. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I love, 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 love communicating with you and getting to visit. It's like amazing. So yay, thank you for having me.